Did you know you could be your own worst enemy when it comes to achieving success in your business? While this may sound a little crazy, the truth is that how and what you think, both about yourself and your business, can have a huge impact on your ability to achieve success. So today, we're sharing nine business mindset shifts that will help you change your frame of mind, grow your business, and be happier. Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama, because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hey, you. Welcome to episode 43 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. And I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. When you set your business goals for the year, you didn't do so to intentionally not achieve them. It sounds silly when you think about it, right? But yet somehow you look back and realize that you've not made nearly as much progress as you intended. I bring this up not to point out a flaw or make you feel bad. I just want you to know that you're not alone. This problem is way too common. Yeah, it's very common. You begin with the best of intentions, but things happen along the way and derail you from making the type of progress that you really wanted. As we always say, business and life are filled with messy moments. To grow and prosper, you need to learn from the messy moments and keep moving forward. Yes, life is a series of lessons for sure. Hiding under your bed won't fix anything though. Although sometimes you might want to hide under your bed. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of times, right? Yes. (laughs) If you want different results, you have to do things differently. That usually begins with being willing to look at your own shortcomings. Change always begins with you. It begins with first accepting responsibility instead of laying blame, then becoming aware of what's really going on and why, and finally taking different actions to achieve different results. There could be many reasons why you haven't achieved your goals. In fact, we've discussed some of these reasons on the podcast. Do you want to refresh our memories, Teresa? Yes. Challenges are just a normal part of life for sure. Some roadblocks to achieving your goals are that you experience chronic overwhelm. Maybe you procrastinate frequently. Perhaps you don't leverage your time well. Maybe you haven't figured out how to best plan your day. And maybe you don't have a positive attitude. While all of those reasons could contribute to your lack of progress, there is one more, and that is the tendency to self-sabotage. There are a ton of reasons why you self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is any action that gets in the way of your intent. So what about procrastination? Is it a form of self-sabotage? Absolutely. You know that you need to get that sales copy done for your landing page. Instead, you choose to binge watch the last three episodes of season one of Mad Men. So yes, it's procrastination, But it's also self-sabotage because the intent was to write your sales copy, but the act of watching TV got in the way of that. Also, when you're self-sabotaging, there is usually some deeper mindset issue going on like imposter syndrome or issues with control. 
Could you give us a couple of different examples? Sure. For example, when you struggle with imposter syndrome, you feel deep down like you're a fraud. So say your goal is to launch a membership program, but the talk going on in your head is self-defeating. You may be telling yourself, who do I think I am to launch a membership program? I don't know anything. Or I can't really help anyone with this membership. Or I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Or other people are doing this way better than I ever could. With those limiting beliefs replaying over and over again in your head, you may get in the way of your own success. You may procrastinate. Maybe you consciously or subconsciously miss your own deadlines. Now, if you have control issues, you may talk yourself out of launching altogether because a failure that you can see happening is way better than getting an unexpected surprise. It sounds like it's a lot of psychology. (laughs) It is. While it's a good idea to get to the root of any problem, today I'd like to focus on some strategies you can use to stop self-sabotaging right away. That sounds great. Now, as we work our way through these suggestions, take note of the tips that really resonate with you. Chances are those are the ones you most likely need to work on. Okay, the first tip is to always keep the people you are serving in mind. This is particularly helpful when you find yourself feeling discouraged or overwhelmed. Think about who you help through your business. What are they struggling with? How do your products or services help them? And what can you do today to help them solve their problems? Take the focus off of yourself and put it on the people who need you. And they do need you. This could be just the motivation you need to re-energize yourself and change your frame of mind. Shifting your focus to your customer takes pressure off of yourself. I can see how that helps. Okay. The second tip is to set courageous goals. Setting goals is one thing, but do you set goals that actually require courage? Yogi Berra said, if you don't set goals, you'll never reach them. Big surprise there. Well, if you don't set big goals, you'll never achieve those either. What goals can you set today that require risk, but that are still attainable? Setting a loftier goal can be more exciting. It can stretch you in unforeseen ways and impact you more positively. Bigger goals also require a bigger focus. And when you're focused on something that's more stimulating, there's less time for limiting thoughts to pop up and undermine your progress. That's an interesting tip since setting bigger goals feels like it could lead to greater doubt or self-sabotage. But it reminds me of something that I experience in my own life. And that's if my schedule is packed, then I'm less likely to worry or get sidetracked. In other words, there's no time for self-sabotage. Right. Okay. Another tip is to focus on one thing at a time. As a small business owner, it's easy to get distracted. Okay. It's easy for anybody to get distracted, but particularly for us small business owners. After all, there are so many things to take care of, like email, social media, writing a blog post, taking out the dog, organizing your office, laundry, and the list goes on and on. We get it. There's a lot to do. But what you'll find is that if you can focus on just one thing, you'll get stuff done more quickly 
and the work you produce will be of higher quality. However, in order to do this, you first need to let go of the belief that you have to be on top of every single thing at every single moment of the day. Make a habit of deciding what one thing you're going to do right now, then focus 100% of your attention on that thing until you're done. You hear this message from us often. That's because focusing on too many things at once overwhelms you. And overwhelm creates lots of opportunities for procrastination, self-sabotage, and stress. So stick with tackling one thing at a time. The fourth tip is to think about your big vision. If you find your primary business mindset is, how can I make more money? Or how can I get more clients? You could definitely be sabotaging your success. Now, obviously, you need to consider how to earn an income through your business, but if this is the first or only thing on your mind, you're doomed for failure. Instead, keep your eye on why you do what you do. Be really clear about this. Focusing on your why will not only help you develop a successful mindset, it will naturally draw people to you and to your business. This tip reminds me of the first one. Shifting your focus to who you serve and why you do what you do takes the emphasis off of you, and that alleviates pressure, which will reduce your chances of self-sabotage. Right. Okay. Another way to stop self-sabotaging is to be thankful for what you have and how far you've come. I can't even stress how often people are not doing this. It's, it really makes a big difference. While it's good to focus on what you want to achieve in your business, Always looking ahead can make you lose sight of how far you've come. This can cause impatience and discouragement because you you just want to get there already. You know, I understand that very well. When you're in that headspace, you'll always be approaching your work with a lack mindset, which can lead to self-defeating practices. So take some time right now to think about all you've accomplished in the past months or years. Think about who you've helped something that you've created that you're proud of, the impact you've made through your work, what is happening in your business and in your life right now that you're thankful for. Make a point of thinking about these things rather than focusing on how far you still want to go. When you stay in a place of gratitude, it's difficult to impede your own success. So gratitude is one of those concepts that I used to shrug off. I'm not kidding you. I really thought it was a load of garbage until I tried it. And I have to say it's a bit addictive. Modifying your outlook and attitude is one of the most powerful tools at your disposal. So don't underestimate this advice. Right. And it it absolutely takes nothing. It's free to conjure up all the things that you should have gratitude around. So And you can do it anywhere, in the car, in bed before you go to sleep, when you first wake up in the morning. It does seem like one of the easiest things you could do, but yet I feel like a lot of people refuse to do it. (laughs) It's it's just easier to get stuck in the the racing mindset of like all the things that are wrong and you have to disrupt yourself. Yeah. You know, you just got to catch yourself doing it. That's how it starts with one small step, right? Like we always say. Yeah. Stop yourself. Think about, disrupt it reframe, come up with one thing that you're grateful for, even if it's, oh my God, it's been raining for days and today there's sun. I'm so grateful for a sunny day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The sixth tip is to help someone else. 
sometimes as a business owner, you get caught up in your own stuff. And that's completely understandable. (laughs) You're human, right? But what if you can shift your mindset from how can I succeed to how can I help others succeed? This will go a long way in keeping you motivated, excited, and behaving authentically in your business. If you're feeling stuck or hopeless at the moment, think about one person you can help today. It could be a friend, client, or colleague. Instead of staying wrapped up in your own stuff, spend a few minutes thinking about how you can help them instead. Sometimes getting out of your own headspace is just what you need to stop self-defeating behavior. I mean, just as simple as seeing your neighbor carrying groceries in the house and going over and offering to help them is a great way to help someone else and being in, be in service in a different way, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, I'm hearing a pattern here and that's to shift the focus off yourself if you want to avoid getting in the way of your own success. And actually, that's a good general rule for life too. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, the seventh tip is to stop expecting perfection. Somehow you have this idea that it's possible to balance your business and life seamlessly without ever dropping the ball. But guess what? It's just not possible to succeed in business and life 100% of the time. Rather than getting down on yourself every time you make a mistake or don't quote unquote, do it all perfectly, Remind yourself that perfection is not part of the deal. You won't do it all perfectly all the time. And that's okay. As a matter of fact, you won't do it perfectly most of the time. And that's perfectly fine. Do your absolute best and then remind yourself that no one, no one does everything perfectly. Amen to that. Perfectionism is one of my biggest struggles. But I will say this, I've improved dramatically over the past few years. It really takes work. Again, it's that pressure we apply on ourselves for whatever reason. Don't allow perfection to block your progress. Done is better than perfect. Like the quote says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Okay, the eighth tip is to find ways to work smarter. Many small business owners have the belief that growing a business requires more hours and more effort. However, if you're like most business owners, you already work way too hard. Instead, I'd encourage you to adopt a mindset of working smarter. Here are a few ideas to get you started. First, do less by focusing on only what will really help you accomplish your goals. Second, use systems to automate parts of your business. Third, Outsource day-to-day tasks so you can spend more time growing your business. And fourth, eliminate tasks that are a waste of your time. It just drives me mad. I mean, it's something that I used to do. So like it's now become a pet peeve. Small business owners, we're constantly adding things onto our plate and we never take anything off. So you really have to eliminate things that don't serve you anymore. And when you work smarter, you avoid the overwhelm that can lead to sabotaging your success. I will add that working smarter takes a little effort and planning. You'll need to step back to assess yourself and your business before you can change how you work. So give yourself some time to understand what it means to work smarter in your own business or get some help. Teresa is an expert at helping small businesses identify areas of improvement and the next steps. Thanks, Megan. 
I really appreciate that shout out. Okay. Now, the final tip to stop self-sabotage is to turn off your business and your brain for the night. This one's a hard one, but I know you can do it. If you want to build a business, have a life, and do that while still maintaining your sanity, I strongly recommend taking time away from your computer, phone, and office each and every day. I get it. When you love what you do, it's easy to spend way too much time working. I've been there. The problem with this is that not only does your efficiency and productivity start to wane at a certain point, but you're setting yourself up for burnout. And burnout definitely leads to self-sabotaging behavior. To avoid this, try one of the following this week. You can take your business email off your phone so you're not tempted to check it at night. You can turn off all email and social media notifications and check them only at set times. And you can have a set time each night when you're officially, quote, off work. So important. While this can be hard, especially if you work from home, having some downtime will actually make you more productive and energetic when you do work. Being a workaholic and not detaching from work leads to self-sabotage and to eventual misery. So great tips there to avoid burnout. How you think about your work and your life has a huge impact on whether or not you succeed in business. Awareness and change are important. Noticing negative or self-limiting thoughts and then replacing them with empowering ones is the key to stop self-sabotaging. Absolutely true. I'll add that these nine tips are a lot to think about. What you can do right now is write down which of these tips resonated most with you. Then pick one, just one, to implement right away. Start with one change at a time. Focusing on one will keep you from feeling overwhelmed. And both Megan and I can both attest to how one small little tweak over time adds up and makes a big difference in the long run. Right, Megan? Absolutely true. And that is actually the perfect message to end on. Don't forget that you can always visit our website, MessyDeskPodcast.com for complete show notes, links, and the transcript. Your feedback helps, so please leave us a positive rating or review if we've helped you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy, because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. To stop self, <laughs> I can't say it. So the first tip. Now I can. <laughs> oh my God! What's wrong with my mouth? <laughs>